0: to Attention Seekers. This is Rosie and Nate.
1: Hi guys, what's up?
0: <laughs> Hello, and we are on episode 13 and today we are talking about interesting stuff, as always. The topic is what to look for when hiring a content creator.
1: As a um, not-so-subtle plug to ourselves, uh, we wanted to give you guys uh bit of a a guide to what you should look for when you're outsourcing your content creation because I know that most of you guys out there are either creating content for yourself and it takes up a huge amount of time and perhaps you're not seeing the the best possible results so first things first Rosie what do you look for in a content creator
0: I look for somebody that I click with, to be honest, also that. That's also important. But the thing that no, I... No, no, let's talk let's, let's yeah? that for a bit. Yeah. Well, um, that that's for me is the first thing whenever I hire anybody, not only content creators, but I want somebody that I can talk with, somebody that I can have a good relationship with, because I think it's important. If there is no click, most of the work would also be just difficult in a way um so that's for me something that is very important before any other thing probably
1: that's a an excellent point especially when it comes to content creation because there's a hugely creative aspect to to the content that you put out and as well because it's so creative it also feels quite personal
0: yeah, And you want that person to be able to understand you, understand your voice, understand where you're coming from, whatever it might be that you're trying to communicate, your personality. So if you have a good click with them, um, then probably they will be more prone to just understand better who you are and the way that you want to come across. No matter if you're doing video or you know content as in written for a blog or for social media any type of content really so that's quite important i think
1: yeah having a, a matching person and i also find that if you click with someone they tend to have a better idea of the overall design yeah that you that you want like i was i there's um there's a guy i've been using for some video shooting recently and whenever we hang out it's so easy just like good good banter and the work that he's produced is fantastic so far and I've been really, really impressed. I mean, there's other aspects as well which we'll go into now. So the first one is making sure you click with them.
0: Yeah. The other thing is to look for an artist or anyway, somebody There's a A craftsman in um,
1: or woman, or
0: woman in right politically correct in their um, (laughs) their field, whatever they might be, but that they are not divas or prima donnas. Tell us why, Nate. Well,
1: (laughs) (laughs) a lot of content creation is very creative. You do get the art school dropout. Mm -hmm, i'm just doing the corporate work so i can focus on my own projects kind of people who will almost bully you into making sure you do things their way but at the same time you as the person who's created the contract have an idea about the results that you're looking for and you're like well i just don't i don't feel graffiti print would work on this uh
0: um, very feminine fashion yeah, design-y yeah, exactly. thingy that i'm doing yeah no definitely and i think it's also you don't want that prima donna attitude because it's also going to be so difficult to in a way let them also take a little bit more of their control and guide you because i think whenever you are outsourcing something Of course, you do have an idea or a certain vision or a philosophy, values that you're following, whatever they might be. But at the same time, you hire a professional to do something for you because you want them as well to show you the options and tell you what, you know, what could work best with that vision. And sometimes if they are prima donnas or divas, whatever you want to call them divas, um, then what they would do would be to push indeed their own vision on top of yours so they don't really think in terms of look this is my artistry and this is how my my artistry can be translated into your vision they kind of just go like this is what I do and that's what we're going to use and that wouldn't really work so you want them to, to be that kind of person that can guide you as well through the process so that you know what's going to be the best result for you and your company
1: yeah and that's where the artisanal or crafts man or woman
0: yes (laughs) uh,
1: aspect comes into to choosing a content creator because at the end of the day you're outsourcing because you're not super strong in that field and you are paying that premium for that creative energy that they inject your content with so for example one of my clients I know he's a huge wine fan so one of the things that I said was why don't we produce um, a series of articles about using using wine as a lens to discuss management consultancy
0: right interesting thank you yeah Yeah, i
1: thought so too and that's kind of where that value comes from uh, sticking to his vision and making sure that we're getting the results that he's looking for but at the same time saying well you know here's another approach that we could we could go with and that's that's why i tend to look for people who are quite artistic and take pride in their work as well
0: And I think that that's something that connects connects us to another point, which is past work. I think that a lot of the times you will be able to understand if somebody is actually an artist and not a prima donna, if you ask them, can I see some of your past work? And then once that you do, if somebody is an actual artist, you will be able to see different shades of what they do different nuances in a way whereas if you ask them to see whatever they produced in the past and it always kind of looks the same despite maybe completely different industries different businesses then you know that something is a little bit mm, dubious about that at least that's my experience with it you know
1: no, i completely agree with you this reminds me of when i was looking at logo designers logo design is a weird thing honestly until you get to Probably, yeah, about a seven figure. I wouldn't care. Don't care too much about the logo. It's fine. It's just something that identifies you. Yeah. You can get a pretty basic logo design, pretty cheap. And that's what I was looking for. And going through people's portfolios, you see, oh, this is just the same, you know, like minimal typeface with basic geometry. And that that was fine, but they had a certain style. So you have to understand that some people are better... Than others at certain things. For example, mm-hmm. Rosie. Yeah. Terrific at sales copy. Mm-hmm. Very, very good at sales copy. Thank Myself, you. Myself, that's not really my strength. My mm-hmm. strength comes in the nurturing mm-hmm. content that you give people if they're, they want to be educated or entertained. Yeah. I'm not saying that Rosie isn't good at that stuff as well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you look at people's past work.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: With writing, it's a little harder to sort of judge their work because you don't know the editors that they go through.
0: But it's also because sometimes with writing, of course, depending on the client, you need to adapt a lot of your artistry and expertise to suit that client but i still think that and also because the way that i see it writing same as a lot of form of arts that's also the way that i see it is that it can be very personal so some people would appreciate a very sort of staccato kind of style some people will like more more like you know short sentences a lot of full stops whereas some people will prefer longer sentences the kind of flow but still even in that case even if you prefer one style or the other you will still be able, I think, to say, okay, this sounds good, or you read it and you think, eh, very dubious quality. So there is still, even with writing, I think that there is still a sort of bottom line of, this is good, this is bad.
1: For you guys listening, one of the best ways of analysing how good a writer Mm -hmm. is, is looking at their logical structure. Because at the end of the day, writing is mainly about communication, And you're not going to outsource creative writing. When I say creative, I mean like fiction. Yeah. You're looking at nonfiction. So what we need to be able to do is present an idea or a problem or a solution and then reason our way as to why it is a useful solution to the reader.
0: Exactly. And most of the times with writers that are, you know, doing content for you or indeed nonfiction, generally speaking, you can ask them for their method or the structure that they use because every writer, every copywriter, content creator should have some form of methodology behind whatever they write. So if you ask them about it and they are a little bit avoiding the question or one of the things probably that you will hear the most is yeah that depends um, on the client or it depends on what it is that you want then you know that there might be a little bit of a red flag because even if every client is different I will still be able to for example for a sales page of some sorts I would always be able to say well I'm looking for great title, subtitle, then, you know, pain point, benefits. I will always be able to give them an idea of how the end result is going to look like. You've done
1: it enough times now where you can kind of see the matrix. Exactly. And you've got a formula.
0: Yeah, or a structure in place. Yeah. That's another point, Nate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the, the 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 another thing that I would pay close attention to when hiring someone is the questions that they ask you. You have to Some people ask nonsense questions, right? They're just like or no questions at all. Right. I would be very, very apprehensive to hiring someone who hasn't asked me any questions. Yeah. Because like Rosie was saying, although I've got a good idea of the overall structure of Content that I can produce, whether it's video, whether it's written, I still need to know. Okay, you know, blanket question: Who's your target audience? Yeah. Blanket question: What, what feeling do you want to create? Mm-hmm. And then, also, great content creators will be able to explain the reasons behind the questions that they ask you. Yes. So if you don't understand something, like why does the feeling matter, and then they can say, well. The feeling matters because people tend to buy emotionally. So if we can't create the right feeling for your brand, it's either going to turn people off or away from, I don't know, performing the action that we want them to perform after they've consumed that piece of content.
0: Exactly. And I think talking about emotions, it also shows that they care about you because if they ask absolutely no questions, it kind of shows that... They are not that committed. At least that's my experience again. A while ago, back when I started my business, I decided to outsource some of the um, um, content at one point that I was doing. And it was a bit of a bold choice because, of course, that's my job. But I thought, do you know what? Because I was still in a part-time job and everything. I thought, do you know what? I am going to ask Um, a little bit of help just a little bit of support to repurpose some of the things that I was writing I got this person and it was a very very terrible experience that lasted two weeks (laughs) then that's it that was done and I clearly remember that in the beginning I asked them and again that's you know coming from me as a content creator as well I thought don't you have any questions for me and they said oh no 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 I know everything it's easy it was the worst work I've ever witnessed probably famous last
1: words no (laughs) no I know everything (laughs) it's easy
0: exactly it was really really terrible and after that I also realized that they didn't care so I find out that probably because I didn't look enough at their past work let's say but I found out that they were pretty much copy pasting everything into one template that they had created previously for somebody else and it was so bad because they really, really, really didn't care about me, my business, or the results that they were delivering or not, or even the quality, because the quality was appalling. So it's always good to also test them on that. Okay, The more questions they ask, the more it will probably show that they care about you and you know giving you the results that you want.
1: And finally, you need someone who understands the strategy behind the content.
0: Yes, and that's because, of course, we always say, well, we often say, we don't say it all the time, but we often say content is eventually just another part of your overall strategy in terms of marketing and everything. So if that doesn't fit with the overall philosophy and vision that you have, it just doesn't make sense. So it is quite important for you, first of all, to be aware of whatever it is that you want to achieve and the direction that you're going but it is also important for them to know exactly the overall strategy because that's the only way that they will be able to produce something that will fit in with the rest
1: exactly one of the biggest issues i had with a lot of content creators out there is the fact that most of them just want to do a single project with someone which is fine that's cool but realistically, you're going to get the most amount of value from someone who works with you continually and says, well, here's here's the plan. Here's the plan that I want to enact for you if you're looking to get these results.
0: And I think it's also that sort of, again, guidance that you want whenever you hire somebody. I mean, there is the... Who was it that said it? I think it was Steve Jobs that said that you hire these people i don't know i'm going somewhere that i don't <laughs> forget about that <laughs> the <laughs> famous steve Jobs
1: quote <laughs> you hire these people
0: <laughs> i think i think somebody at one point said something along the lines of that you hire people that are talented so that they can tell you where you can go yeah. with whatever yeah, something yeah. like that I no i know what you mean right and i think that that's also what you want to do whenever you hire a freelancer or content creator or whoever that might be, you still want them, again, to be in that position, not only to listen to you, understand whatever it is that you're doing, but also to use their experience and and expertise to tell you as well what you can do with your vision and bring it to the next level. So that's why it is very important to combine that, of course, with a strategy. Because if they take you to the next level that is completely off, from everything that you're yeah, trying to achieve yeah, yeah. then exactly. mm, then we are a little bit doubting about the, the old quality of that but if they can show you how to fulfill the maximum potential of your vision on in this case a content marketing level that's great You know that, that's the best case scenario that's what you're looking for yeah that's definitely what you need
1: So, it's time for us to do the roundup.
0: Yes.
1: All right. Number one was?
0: Click with the person. So, have a personal vibing situation going on. Get vibing. <laughs> vibing? Is that too modern? Is that what I don't the know. kids say? I thought it was
1: like <laughs> too 90s.
0: Okay. Sorry about that, you guys. I'm a 90s kid after all. The second one was look for an artist Not a prima donna or a diva, as I say. So somebody that can actually um, still work with you with your vision and is just not going to push their own agenda in a way. They want to create the
1: best version of your vision. Yes. Beautifully said. The third one was classic. Check out their past work. Do some due diligence.
0: Yep. The other one was watch for the questions that they ask and make sure that they ask enough questions because that's going to show that they care, but it's also going to show that they understand fully whatever it is that you're trying to achieve.
1: Beware the words <laughs> I know everything. I know everything. It's, it's easy.
0: It's easy. That, that's probably gonna go down as the wor- the worst last words ever said by a ever freelancer. Se-
1: wow, okay. yeah, I mean I've made no? that mistake too. So
0: Okay. We well, you were young.
1: I was younger, yeah. And the fifth and final one is make sure you hire someone who understands the strategy behind the content created and where it's going to fit in with your business system.
0: Yes. And that's it for today, isn't it?
1: That's it for today.
0: Episode 13. Thank you for listening to us. If you have any questions...
1: Yeah. Where do they... Send everything.
0: Well, you just send an email. Yeah. Good old email. Email. to rosie at writingwithrosie.com
1: rosie at writingwithrosie.com hey rosie yes i see you next week see you next yeah. week